Yo, I'm trying to get my sterling up in the city So see we play As soon as my child can walk It's straight project Mbappé But no the verbal As soon as I hear that whistle We get straight to the action Come on lads, where's the passion? Do like Alamatsi, we wear headbands for the fashion If the defenders drop back, we counter and then attack them I got my eye on the ball, I got my eye on the ball, yeah, yeah. I got my eye on the ball, I got my eye on the ball, yeah I got my eye on the ball, I got my eye on the ball Welcome back to Eyes on the Ball We're back with another episode um, NBA Finals is here man It's been a long NBA season a lot of um, you know upsets, a lot of um, good series. If that makes sense. But um, I said series, series is plural, <laughs> fam. <laughs> whatever, whatever, man. But um, I even did it, but it's what is a uh, finals, man. Lakers Heat. Um, a lot, of, a lot of interesting things to dive into about this series. Gonna do a little preview for you guys, but um, first thing I want to ask you, Daniel, is key matchups, man. What are the key matchups for you? Obviously, uh, there's a few that stand out, but you know, what for you is important. I think I'll just like work my way up in terms of um, the um, in terms of the key matchups in the game. I think definitely the way um, our perimeter defenders so are the best perimeter defenders. So Caruso, Danny Green, KCP, they're going to have to be up to scratch in terms of keeping up with um, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and even Goran Dragic, who people are forgetting. He also is in his, like, for a basketball player in his late 30s, in quotation marks, and he's moving around very, very well around the court, around the perimeter. So perimeter player, fam. Yeah, 100%. Fam, former All-Star, so he's definitely a top, top player. So we, in terms of our perimeter defenders, they need to be on job, innit? Like, we've always known that there isn't necessarily one person, Rondo as well including it, included in that bunch, but we've always known there isn't that one person who we can rely on for points every single night out of those, like, rotation pieces, like, all those guards. However... One thing that they definitely add to the team, which cannot be understated, is the defensive structure that Vogel has got them working in, in it. So that's a very, very general but key matchup in terms of the guards be the guards. And in terms of the players, I think there's two big matchups that obviously are important. Got AD, he's probably he's not probably he's been the best offensive player in the in the postseason. I think he's averaging about 28.8 points a game. So he's been the most Offensive, most potent offensive weapon out of any player in the in the in the playoffs, yeah, and that's because, yeah, and that's because of what he can finish inside. He's worked on his mid range. His mid range is dropping more consistently, and he can also shoot a jumper. I think he's shooting about thirty six percent from the field in terms of threes. So yeah. he's shooting, he's shooting very well for a big man who's taking about what two free two free threes a game. So he's he's being consistent. You've got LeBron, who I think has been smart and putting him in a. He's given him a game winner. Like it's the coming of age party of AD. Do you get what I'm saying? So giving him a game winner. He's someone you can rely on in clutch time. And obviously on the other end, the person who will be going up against is Bam Adebayo. I think we were obviously talking about do you put Bam on the center if um if if we play uh, if we play Dwight, Dwight. or, or Javale. Um, 
but definitely yeah. I think you have to put you have to put Bam on um, on AD because Bam's your best defender. Bam's the best defender. AD's going to go up against this playoffs, so you have to put Bam on AD. 1000% and and I think Bam's probably been one of the best defenders in the in the playoffs as well because he's someone who can guard the perimeter well he, he's a very good isolation defender as well and that's one thing that you can't like you can you can iso him up but he can definitely lock you up as well and Giannis struggled even though yeah Giannis got injured he struggled to get to the rim at will so I think where Giannis lacks a jumper that's where AD's jumper is going to come into it and see how consistently you can drop that over Bam. And then the final matchup is obviously LeBron and Butler. I think the key to this is it's not going to be a matchup per se in, in that I think Eric Spolstra is smarter than to just make it a Butler v LeBron thing because he's definitely going to make it more team defence than one-on-one -on -one defence. However, it's still going to be a key matchup in pivotal moments, in big moments. Is Butler going to be able to lock down LeBron? Is he going to be able to strip him, strip him with the ball? Same goes for LeBron. Is LeBron going to be able to stop Butler from driving to the rim? For example, in the fourth quarter, we've seen LeBron. He's always ready to take on the toughest defensive assignment in the fourth quarter. Oh, cool. And mm -hmm. and that's what will be key. It's just about, in the fourth quarter, big moments, who's going to be able to rise to the occasion? That's what it's going to come down to, really. Yeah, just to um, you know, add my two cents. Uh, I think the AD bad matchup is huge, but as we said, if you have Crowder guarding Dwight, that's going to be a problem, especially if you're playing a zone. Yeah, like Dwight is going to destroy them on the glass. But um, yeah, we'll get into that a little bit more. But yeah, AD versus Bam, I think that's a great matchup. I think it's it's a big matchup because obviously, as you said, Bam's going to be the best defender AD's face. But then yeah. we could say the same for Bam. Bam was the best player in the, the series against the Celtics. And he wasn't based, but he was going up against Tice, which is an easy matchup. Now he's going up against Anthony Davis. He's the leading scorer, leading rebounder. Yeah. It's gonna be on it's gonna to be tough for him to have the same production going up against A D. Um A D on the other hand, I just think he's near enough unstoppable. Like mm. Bam will probably affect his efficiency, but as far as his numbers, I still see him putting up 28, 27, 28 again. Yeah. Um, LeBron and Jimmy, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think that match up much, as you said, probably in the fourth quarter, LeBron will probably guard Jimmy, as far as Jimmy guarding LeBron, here and there, I think they'll probably put crowd on him to start games, a little bit Iggy as well, but um, I just think Jimmy's a bit small, but um, yeah, that's, I think the AD band matchup is key. Next thing I want to move on to is the zone, because obviously the Lakers have been Dominant in the paint, all playoffs. That's where they've been getting their buckets. Yeah. LeBron and AD are first and third in um, points in the restricted area, and they're shooting at a crazy efficiency as well. So, yeah. do you think that the zone will impact um, the Lakers' ability to dominate the paint? Um, definitely. I think that's one thing. If you remember what Eric Spoelstra was saying, he said that um, there's nothing LeBron hasn't seen before. So, like, let's not make it a thing where we're gonna surprise him with something that he's never seen. This is all about winning now. So what they have to do is, it's all about limiting. You're not gonna stop them, but you can limit them. And that's what the Heat are gonna aim to do with the zone defense. You you do the zone defense till it stops working and the Celtics never really managed to, to overcome that. I think mm -hmm. the difference is with the Celtics, you have Kemba who, who just literally started bombing freeze and Tatum started bombing freeze. These guys aren't, these guys weren't well equipped to deal with the zone. I think what the Lakers need to make sure and ensure that they do is 
um, increased points in transition. They're very, very, very good at getting points in transition. They play much quicker than I expected them to as well. They they play very, very quick on possession sometimes, and they push the pace quite a bit. So, and that's a testament to obviously the the rest of the players on the court because of the defense, fam. The defense yeah. is so good. Yeah. that you can get easy buckets in transition whenever exactly. they want Exactly, but what's key is in terms of the Heat, where they can actually win this game is that if you remember, obviously, the last time LeBron, like there was an upset in the playoffs for LeBron was against the Dallas Mavericks and obviously they played the zone as well. Like they, they decided to pack the paint and I think it's about limiting, like I said, those driving lanes. Like you want the Lakers to become a three-point shooting team. And that's what the Heat are definitely going to aim to do. If you lose by the Lakers being lights out from three, you've got to live with that. Like, that's what you've just got to live with. But um, what's it called? I think what, what it comes down to is whether the Lakers can hit their threes and whether the Heat can get hot from their threes. You get what I'm saying? I think it's going to be interesting because they're, they're, the Lakers and the Heat are two teams where... In the fourth quarter, you would say about both of them, don't make it tight in the fourth. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you, you trust the Lakers to close out games and you trust the Heat to close out games. So mm. it's just going to be interesting who's going to have the edge in terms but of closing out games. The only thing I'd say about that is the Heat put the ball in the hands of Jimmy and Hero in closing games. Hero has had a mad, like, breakout playoff run for a rookie. He's yeah. so impressive, but... I don't see Hero being able to beat the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? It's tight game, four I mean, quarter. I mean, you say that, but the, the, all it takes is... Fam, you have to remember the Heat are playing with no fear. They're playing with house money. So, with Hero... Yeah, but they're going, think, up, they're going up against one of the, you know, the best defence in the league. Maybe in the regular season. Of course, but... As far as personnel. I think, I think the Heat... The Heat, in terms of team defense as well, I think they're in and around the top five as well. So it's not like the Heat aren't any, they're not scrubs in it. And there isn't a clear, defined weakness of the Heat. And my thing is, when you're going into a finals, especially when there's literally no pressure on you, you have nothing, you have like, you can almost say there's nothing to play for. You just go out and have fun and then you see what happens in the end. And obviously, you're saying, Hero, you might not trust him to close out the Lakers because obviously you're who the Lakers are but fam at the end of the day he's a rookie at the end of the rookie in the NBA finals I, how not, many rookies how I'm many not, rookies have closed games in the NBA finals I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go with that narrative because we've never seen a team like the Heat before where you've got rookies who are instrumental to that team you've got um Tyler Hero. Obviously, Duncan Robertson's not a rookie, but he more or less is because this is his breakout year. And then you got Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, who was a journeyman for a long time, he came halfway through the season. You got Igudala, who's who's an experienced man on the floor. And then you got Alonzo Mourning, who's that experienced guy off the floor, who's given them a lot of advice. So, like, I'm not going to go down your narrative of. I can't trust the rookie to close out games because really and truly, once Hero gets hot, it's not about whether he's a rookie or not. He's a quality shooter. Do you get what I'm saying? And if no, you, I'm out, not saying, I'm not saying it because he's not good enough. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm saying it. He's going up against the Lakers. Like, if the Lakers want to be mad, they'll put LeBron on him. You put LeBron, put LeBron on um, um, on Jimmy. If they try to play pick and roll, you switch LeBron onto to Hero. You can put Caruso on Hero and. People need to understand that Caruso is a very, very good defender. Um, I, think, I just don't see Hero being able to close out games for the Heat. And uh, and obviously that leaves Jimmy. And uh, I don't see Jimmy being able to 
get buckets on LeBron late. Do you know what I'm saying? So no, I get in terms of uh, in terms of late in games, I, I take the Lakers. No, of course, but I, I mean, like we said already, I, I've got the Lakers winning this, but I'm still trying no, to still show you. respect the Heat. No, exactly, and that's what I'm trying to show you. I'm trying to show you that it's not a foregone conclusion in terms of no, oh, I already know because the, the Lakers are the Lakers. They they will get the job done. Like what I said to you earlier, the Lakers have done tremendously well, and give credit to them tremendously well in the playoffs in terms of that they're 12 and three in terms of their record against all the teams. But it hasn't felt like that. All games have pretty much been tight. I think out of all their games in the playoffs, there's been about maybe three blowouts. In, in 5, 10, 15 games. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? A lot of so there's not been that many blowouts. It's been tight going into games and that's what you need to remember. The Heat enjoy tight games. Like remember the Celtics, bro, it, it, there's this, there's this, it's their suffocating defense like in terms of the fact that they, they, look, they lure you into throwing up threes, needless threes. And that's what, that's what I'm saying. You don't, though, want the Lakers to get invo- you don't want the Lakers to get involved in a free battle against the Heat. Oh no, hundred percent. But that's what I'm saying. That's you can lure teams like the the Bucks into a three point shooting um like team because if it's not Giannis, all they're doing is shooting threes. The Celtics, you can lure them into doing that because all of their guys are like isolation guys, attack the basket. When you play a zone, they're all like perimeter guys. When you play a zone. They're not scared to take threes. They feel like they can make it every time. Whereas LeBron and AD, that's not their bread and butter. You know what I'm saying? They know where their bread is buttered and that's in the paint. And um, fam, from when you're playing Crowder at the four, Bam Adebayo is only 6'9", and he's your five. Um, I, I just don't see them being able to... I think the zone, obviously, um, zone is more effective uh, way to stop them than the personnel. So um, it depends on how well um, they're able to execute the zone. But um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how the zone, um, you know, how they do against the zone in the Lakers. Yeah. Um, next thing I wanted to move on to is um, which group of role players do you trust more? Which is very interesting. Do I trust more? Mm. Um, I think in general, like if we're just looking at it in general, like let's take, let's take, let's look at how they performed. I think I I trust the heat role players because at the end of the day it's like something that Josh said it's a double-edged sword in terms of the Lakers don't know who their third best player is obviously I think Rondo and Caruso have kind of shared the responsibility in that regard everyone thought Rondo KCP Rondo KCP I think more put some respect on KCP no 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 KCP yeah but I think more Caruso just based on the fact that I think Caruso is the better defender and also like Caruso just has this like when Caruso is doing well, the team is hyped, the team is pumped. Like it's not the same feel, that same feel good factor when KCP gets hot. Like when Caruso gets hot, everyone's hyped up. You see them all jumping, see them doing the headband. Like when when Caruso, that's, do you get that's what I'm saying? Also, defensive players like taking charges, getting and when he, and then when he goes to the other end and dunks it, like and he's, he's oh yeah yeah, them, yeah his crazy layups as well. Like fam, Caruso. Definitely, I, I definitely think Caruso has a bigger effect on the team than KCP, and that's what you look for in a thirdish star. He's not the third star, but I'm just saying that's what you look for in terms of who's the most important piece. Like if Caruso goes down injured, or if KCP goes down injured, who who are we feeling it more from? I think we're feeling it more if Caruso goes down injured. KCP, bro, KCP's the best shooter on the team. Yeah, yeah, he's no, a, that's he's that's a, he's a starter. 
And if you want to break the zone, you need to have people that can shoot. But you, you see, but I mean? at the Maybe end of the day, get open look. At the end of the day, though, how I see it though is that with KCP, with shooters, you can have bad shooting nights. So what else are you offering? And KCP can also have bad defensive nights. How many times have I messaged you complaining about KCP's playing and how he's playing when he's not shooting shots? He's not. He's not. He's not taking up his defensive. Oh, but Caruso can have them nights as well, though. That's the thing. And the thing with Caruso is, offensively, he don't give you much. Do you know what I'm saying? He, he's more of a no, but he, like that's off ball screener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, play pick and roll with LeBron. His, his purpose though is the spurts, the little moments in the game, which you won't look at and say was the defining moment, but it set up, it sets up the defining moments. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you need your setup guy. You need that guy who can take, just carry you through, keep you there and thereabouts till you till you get LeBron and AD to step on the net. Do you get what I'm saying? So, but that's think, Rondo for me, bro. That's no, Rondo. no, no. That's why I said Rondo first, but then I think Caruso over K. It's, 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 it's literally apples and oranges, man. It's just yeah, fam, we spent so much time on this, but the main point is um, I, I would give the edge to the Heat role players as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's what Duncan I'm Robertson, um, T-Row, um, Crowder's shot um, was off in the Celtics series, but um, defensively, trust Crowder, Iguodala caught fire in the Celtics series. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I take the Heat World players as well, but um, we know um, the laces it starts or starts with the Bron and AD, so that, that's gonna it's, it's gonna be up to Bam and Jimmy to and Dragic as well because he's I think he's their leading scorer. It's gonna be up to them to, to be able to match the Bron and AD's production, which will be tough. Yeah. Um, last last topic I want to get into before we get into like predictions and things like that is um, who's more important to the Heat success. Bam or Jimmy? Who's more important? Yeah, because, yeah. I think it's it's an easy answer. I think it's Bam. It's definitely Bam. I think he, in the last game, he was there. He was, he led the team in points. Last series. Yeah, the last series, he led the team in points, rebounds and assists, I believe it was. So, like, yes, you might argue in the fourth quarter, you're going to Butler and fourth quarter is where everyone makes their money. That's when you're known as this class player. But, to get to the fourth quarter, there's three quarters that you need to set yourself up perfectly to get yourself there. And Bam, as well as being good in the fourth quarter as well, he's he's the main guy throughout. Like that's where, like the heat, the heat's center is. Like let's say focal. He play make for them. Like, he's their core. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and he's despite being six foot nine, like you mentioned, he's very very aggressive on the on on the glass. So. Yeah. That's, they're all aggressive, but it starts from Bam. It starts from that centre position, ironic as it sounds, but he's the core of that team and he he, he definitely he definitely goes a long way into like how successful the, the Heat will definitely will be in this series. Yeah, I think that's fair to say, but I'd give it to Jimmy only because I think Bam's gonna be neutralised to some extent by A D. I don't think he's gonna have like near the same production. Um, whereas Jimmy, like Jimmy, can can get LeBron off him and capitalize with KCP guarding him, with Danny Green guarding him, and um, the, we know he gets the problem. To the, line. I, the problem I have with Jimmy though is, and what you need to remember is, where where where's that bread and butter in terms of points gonna come from? Like, where are they gonna get more points from? Jimmy scoring or Bam scoring? And I'm relying on Bam scoring more than Jimmy because. Jimmy's not a great shooter, and if you watch him, 
he he gives up the ball a lot. Like he, he's not always willing to. All right, cool. I'm gonna take. Obviously, that's why the Heat works so well. You have no star who thinks I'm gonna take it on. But in this game, where you have two stars who are gonna combine for 60 points on average every night, if they're play, if they're playing at their fullest capacity, and LeBron and AD, you're gonna need one person who you can trust in terms of not a center. You're gonna need one person from the rest of the field who you can trust to give you about 25 and 30. And that's what I'm saying. I'm trusting Jimmy Sam because oh, yeah. as far as Bam. Bam can't really get his own shot like that. I feel like he he gets his stuff mostly of pick and rolls. Maybe he'll settle for like a little mid-range, finish around the rim, as you said, press the glass. But Jimmy, Bam, Jimmy can create his own shot. And all it takes, I know what you said regarding him, you know, giving the ball up. But it's the NBA Finals. He knows that. It's his first NBA Finals trip. It wouldn't be, no one's looking for Jimmy to be passive and give other guys an opportunity. Nah, it's the NBA Finals. He needs to score the ball. And I reckon he'll know that. Um, he has an advantage over um, KCP, Danny Green. If um, and I know Spolstra will definitely um, try to get LeBron off him if LeBron, if LeBron is guarding him. So and we know he gets the line at a crazy rate. So yeah, I'm, I, I take Jimmy, but um, yeah, we obviously have to see. Um, before we wrap up, I'm gonna ask for two predictions. Firstly, I got who, who's gonna be the Finals MVP? Who's gonna be Finals MVP? Uh, you know what? I think. Really and truly, I want to see how it pans out after game one. After game one is when I'll know for sure. However, I'll, I'll just lean with LeBron just based on the fact that people were obviously questioning him and saying AD is the most important player on the team. He's the most... But I mean, what you have to remember is that who's dishing AD? Who's providing the food for AD to eat? You know what I'm saying? And on top of providing food to eat, LeBron is also doing his bit in terms of defensively and also offensively. He's not needed to put up 28. And, and 28 and 11. Like, that's what people don't understand. And in not he's needing... He's been doing that anyway. Exactly, do you get what I'm saying? And in not needing to do that, he's doing other things on the floor that we've not seen LeBron do for a while. And that's the reason why the Lakers are overwhelming favourites, in my opinion, because we're seeing AD, of course, transcendent player, generational talent, but we're seeing LeBron do things we haven't seen him do since like his heat days, fam. Like I wouldn't even say on the Cavs he was doing as much defensive work because of how much Nowhere off- near. Offensive, offensive work he needed to do. Like exactly. he, wasn't, he wasn't this locked in defensively. Because you could make the argument that obviously apart from Tristan Thompson, he was a great re- rebounder. If LeBron wasn't keyed in, there was no chance of them winning because defensively he's probably the best defender. Like he's probably been the best defender on those Cavs teams, and he hasn't performed yeah, him of his offensive load. So seeing this LeBron, thirty-five years of age, doing everything, rebounding, assisting, and scoring, it's a it's a scary sight, man. Scary sight. So I'll say LeBron. Yeah, um, I, I feel like AD's got a chance. 100%. I feel like um, the band matchup will be tough. Firstly, secondly. The zone, like I feel like it will be down to LeBron to, to break the zone. And um, yeah, man, as you said, LeBron, he's doing it all right now, fam. He's locking up on D, he's switching up, guarding whoever like whoever he needs to guard, yeah. feeding AD, getting buckets himself. If his shot is falling, I think it's guaranteed finals MVP. But um, yeah, man, I give it to LeBron as well. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Iguodala. He's old now. He's not the same guy that he was when he was guarding the bunch. Yeah. Jimmy's a bit too small. And Crowder, Crowder don't, Crowder don't want that smoke. Crowder don't want that smoke. But um, yeah. as predictions now. Um, you said you're rolling with the Lakers, but how many? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think it'll be a four-two. I think um, Lakers in six. 
yeah, Lakers in six. I think just the way that I think the game will pan out, I think it will be it will be like a it will be like a one nil, two nil, then two one, then three one, three two, four two. So I think it will go in that in that kind of vein. I think the Lakers will just always be front running and it'll just be too much for the Heat to do to come back. So and I don't think the Heat have ever been on the back foot as well in a series this this exactly. playoffs. And when you're not when you've never been in that position, it's it's tough. It's tough. So yeah, I I, I give I give the Lakers a four two. Yeah, I'm leaning towards five and six, but I'd go I'd go five, man. I go five. Five, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thought five as well. I even thought we'd sweep the Nuggets. Like, like everyone was shocked with it, but I thought we'd sweep the Nuggets. Um, but I'm just giving the Heat respect for you know what they've done in it. That's why I'm giving them an extra game in it. That's why I think it will go six. But we'll see in it. Yeah, the only reason why I said five, I think, is because the Lakers' defense, man. People don't understand how like dominant the Lakers' defense is because they protect the rim. And that's Jimmy's bread and butter, do you know what I'm saying? Getting to the rim, getting to the foul line. If they don't send Jimmy to the free throw line and they're protecting the rim, it's going to be tough for him. Yeah. Bam, you've got Anthony Davis, probably the best matchup in the league for for um for big men. Yeah, um, that's he's going to struggle. Do you know what I'm saying? Even Dragic, like Dragic, I think he's going to be a guy the Lakers need to key in on and stop. But you've got guys that can guard him, like Caruso, Danny Green, KCP. Them can do a good job. So, yeah, for me... Well, Lakers in five, but um, yeah, man, no, it'll definitely we, be a fun one. Yeah, uh, NBA Finals. Up, I think it's, it's this is an, a very. I think it's you can't understate it. This is probably one of the most important um, series of LeBron's life. Like in terms of not that it really does much to his legacy, but losing definitely hurts him more than winning does. Obviously, oh, yeah, 100%. but like if he loses, it's gonna be a, a another big stain and. LeBron being my guy, I don't want that to be the case. So I think it's very, very important that he he takes nothing for granted. He goes out there, does the job. Everyone looks keyed in, like everyone looks locked in, zoned in, knows that there's a bigger goal. And I think mm-hmm. it's to, it would just be great to do this for Kobe as well, man. Like as sure. much as we don't want to understate like how much the Lakers have had to deal with so much this season, like. The beginning of the season, Rob Palinka is LeBron the guy to lead this team forward. Mm-hmm. Like they built a, the right roster. Um, Genie Bus, the the dysfunctional um, Lakers, Magic Johnson yep. as well. The China, they're getting the, locked the up China in China. The China situation, getting locked up in China. Then you have the Kobe situation, Kobe passing, which is which is COVID. Like, like COVID. So, like, yes, everyone has had a lot of stuff to deal with, no doubt, but no one has had more to deal with than the Lakers, in my opinion. So I think now that they've done the hard work, the hard graft and to get themselves here, they've had harder matchups in, yeah, exactly. in previous rounds. So go out there and finish the job and that's what I need to see from the Lakers, just finishing the job. Um, I think if we're seeing smiles, if we're seeing the bench cheering and shit, the Lakers are going to be feeling themselves and it will be over quick. Yeah, but yeah, man, that's 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 a great episode. Just before you wrap it up, just make sure you're following us at Eyes on the Ball TV. If you like this video, make sure you like comment and you subscribe to the channel um instagram is at eyes on the ball tv underscore and then obviously twitter is also at eyes on the ball tv so make sure you're following us make sure you're giving us love showing us love we're going to be providing more content obviously as the nba finals progresses probably going to be doing a video after each game i think that makes the most sense just so that the content is coming out consistently 
and we're always providing you with the best quality videos and the best quality analysis. Obviously, the football season up and running as well. So we're going to have weekly episodes on that every every Monday. So, yeah, man, there's a lot to look forward to. And you don't want to miss out, man. Trust me. Um, yeah, man, you touched on all the key stuff. It's been eyes on the ball. We out.